so uh, Jonathan O'Meara, back to the Wall Street Journal editorial page. They've got an, uh, an editorial uh, saying, saying, meet the new speaker, same as the old speaker. Taken, of course, when we won't get fooled again. Let me read this for a second, um, because it, it, I know it brings up the question we were all asking, which is like, wait a second, if Kevin McCarthy had done this, he would have been kicked out a speaker. Uh, the Wall Street Journal editorial page writes this. Pop quiz. What's the difference between the bipartisan stopgap funding bill that passed the House Tuesday under new Speaker Mike Johnson and the September equivalent passed by former Speaker Kevin McCarthy? Answer, nothing but the self-defeating Republican drama. So much for the claim that their goal was electing a, quote, committed conservative as Speaker. And they finish up. The lack of rebellion this week from the Republican rump is welcome. And apparently deposing two speakers in a few weeks was too much even for them. But it further exposes the hollow claims the McCarthy eight made for their October exhibitionism. And that's all it was. It was sound fury and gestures signifying nothing. But what did we say? An attempt to get more hits on on clicks. TikTok and more clicks yeah. and more $25 donations from across. They go, you committed conservative. Oh, he's really a committed. Oh, what? They're, oh, they're not putting up with the bull that's going on in Washington, D.C. They're going to get a real conservative. And what did they do? They got a guy that passed the bill the same way Kevin McCarthy passed the bill because... And this is important for the grown-ups in the room. It was the only way to pass the bill. Yeah, there are a few things at play here. One is simply fatigue. I think there was a sense that Republicans didn't want to go through another messy couple of weeks ousting, you know, fighting over the speaker, potentially ousting a speaker, shutting down the government. They didn't want to do that right now. Now, we can talk separately about the wisdom about punting that fight into an election year, uh, which they have now done, uh, assuming this does pass indeed the Senate and then goes to the president for his signature. Uh, Johnson, you're right. He just did what cost McCarthy his job. I think there's some sense among Republicans they get to give Johnson some time. He's only been on the job a couple of weeks. He also has you know, more MAGA credentials in some ways than McCarthy did. Uh, you know, he, of course, was the author of some of the big lie uh, petitions, legal petitions in 2020. Also with McCarthy, it was clearly very personal with Matt Gates and others. That's also something that led to his ouster and perhaps why McCarthy was in such a foul mood yesterday, which we'll, we'll get to, uh, and his uh, conf conf confrontation with a colleague. Uh, on the Hill. But what this does is it likely keeps the lights on for a while. But what it doesn't do, provide any aid to Ukraine, provide any aid to Israel, provide any border security money, provide any aid to Taiwan. And those are going to be very, very thorny issues uh, going forward and in their future, frankly, uncertain. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies. Because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, 
This country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. It's Wednesday, uh, 15 November, Year of Lord, 2023. We're going to play that Morning Joe uh, cold open a couple of times this morning because you got to embrace it. You have to embrace it. Uh, and Jonathan Lemire said the quiet part or gave you the buried lead. They've kicked us into an election year. So we expect these guys, let me, let me think this through. We expect a bunch of gutless cowards that have never stood up and fought on any of this and, in fact, allowed it to happen. We expect them in election year when they all say, hey, we can't do anything because of election year. We're gonna, we're, we need 75 days. We need 75 days so that we can really come back and get conservative wins in 75 days. With, uh, by the way, they blow out of here tomorrow, uh, not back till after Thanksgiving. Then they got like 10 days. Then they go home for Christmas. Then they come back late. Uh, and then, you know, I think it's 21 days of being here currently scheduled before the 17th of January. Now, now internally, what they're talking about is, no, 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 Steve, you don't get this. We need, uh, you know, Molinari and, and, and the New York guys are all every day you hear them whining. Oh, these are, these are Biden districts. Well, they might've been stolen for Biden in, uh, in, in, in 2020, but you look at the, you look at the polling all over. Are they Biden districts today? I got the Financial Times of London. E.J. Antonio is going to join me. So only 14% of Americans believe Biden has made them better off financially, 14%. That's about to get a lot worse. 50% say they're worse off. Only 14% said they're better off. So maybe they ought to check their, their districts again. Also, Wall Street just announced another year of down bonuses. A lot of those are bedroom communities for, for Wall Street. Also, the... Um, the uh, the invasion of our country is uh, part of one of the centerpieces of this is Manhattan uh, in the boroughs where, you know, Eric Adams, since he can't get the money from his sponsors in Turkey, uh, Erdogan, uh, which he's taken all this money illegally in campaigns. Right. As we now find out that he's um, that he's begging for a five billion dollar bailout, which is never going to come. Hell, their pet project, Ukraine, the one good thing of the supplemental, no supplemental, no Ukraine money. Uh, even the Israel thing was taken out. All of that's taken out. Um, but we have to be blunt about this. We have a, and I think you see the scale of the problem that we have. You had, uh, only 57% of the, of the conference voted for us very close to not even being able to get a conference. But Johnson and this crew showed that, you know, when they need to get something done, they're not prepared to play by the Marquis of Queensbury's rules. We blocked this thing on a rule that couldn't come. It had to get better. You had to have cuts. You had to have some policy changes. And they said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to basically go grab the Democrats and do it fully. And as I've said, I'm a Mike Johnson fan, but this week, uh, MTG, and I know there's a lot of criticism of her, and maybe this thing should have been a little more baked, but she failed in putting forward an impeachment on Mayorkas. I, I just don't understand when you have an invasion of your country of 8 to 10 million people already with another 500000 a month coming, as CIS tells us, that's going to be 14 minutes at the end. And he sits there and gaslights you, the border's secure, the border's secure. How you can't even move on an impeachment. If you can't move on an impeachment memo to him, what are you going to do? And then yesterday he had the, the fracas all over, uh, you know, guys jumping up trying to throw down, which is all fine. Hey, you know, guys will be guys. 
that kind of stuff's going to happen, particularly there's more tension. But but I don't see. I'm not. I just don't buy. I don't buy it that we need 75 days. I don't buy that Molinari and the New York guys need to socialize this in their districts. I don't anticipate they're going to be doing tons of town halls to talk about the kind of cuts that have to come, to talk about the border policy has to come. Uh, you know, maybe I'm a tad cynical on this. I just don't see it. I just I see I see what has happened, and you've got to look at this list of the what 100 and. Um, think that 120 or so that voted for it 93 to 95 i think against look at the ones who voted for it and a lot of them in your districts you but you've been you you have been helping these guys and now it's exposed these guys are centrist democrats you have to use your leverage points this was a very it was a great leverage point right before thanksgiving you could you could you had all the leverage in the world Oh, but we only control one-fifth of one-ninth of one-twenty-fifth of the government. No, screw you. Minoritarian vanguardism. I've been in situations in, in M&A deals where you've got a lot smaller than that, and you can use your leverage points to get to, get to, to impose your will. Let's use a football term. Impose your will. Impose your will. You know, Comer got blown up yesterday by by what uh, is it, Moscovitz, the guy from Florida, blew him up. Just so bad he called him a Smurf. We'll play that maybe maybe later in the show. But he was not prepared. He's caught totally unaware. And and today she and we'll be covering this. She is going to going to meet Biden at eleven o'clock, I think Pacific time, two o'clock East Coast time. This meeting should never happen. The whole business community, you see on the Wall Street Journal, they they are all against our program is to decouple. You decouple from the Chinese Communist Party, they start to collapse. What do you think she's coming over here for? It's two deals. And, and the former ambassador to the United States from the CCP, there during the uh, uh, Trump administration, and of course before it had been there forever, just stepped down, um, a, a, a bad hombre, part of the clique that runs, runs, the, runs the deal. He said the whole thing's about um, – one China policy. You basically got to give up Taiwan. You give it the people of Taiwan. You give up Taiwan. You assure us that it's a one China policy. Everything's then on the table for us to, to, to work together. If you draw a hard line there, then, hey, we're going to war. It basically said that that's going to lead to a conflict. Pretty stark. And you've got a guy, Comer and Jim Jordan. This meeting's happening today because of you. Let's, let's, just, let's have a partner's discussion, right, where we just kind of sit here, no happy talk. No happy talk. The only reason he's allowed, he can go into a room that wouldn't have a thousand questions thrown to him about being a payroll. You haven't done your job. And they say, well, Steve, gosh, that's so harsh. You know, these guys are working. That, well, you know what? I'm looking for results. First, of all, I don't see them working that hard. I, you know, I'm around here and I see all the time they take off. And quite frankly, even when they're working, there's some working hard, but I'm not seeing 18 hour days, 20 hour days. I don't see seven days a week. If you're in a crisis, you're in a crisis. If you're in a crisis, you're in a crisis. We're going to have a guy on here later. Peter Navarro showed up to work, I think, every day in the four years of the Trump administration. The guy's an animal, but that's what you need to do. He was fighting for jobs for the American people. So we have to educate uh, you, uh, this posse. You have to educate. You're going to have to show, particularly if your 
representatives on that list, and there's lots of them in Trump country. There's a lot of MAGA districts there that are represented by these guys. Remember, the the, the, sub, the, the same 120 is is a greater set of the 70 that voted for the, the uh, FBI headquarters, which, as I said, a small thing in which everything is revealed. That's the pool. The pool they have is these uniparty centrist, these uniparty centrists, which they're no different at all, maybe slightly on some some shiny toy cultural issues. And I know the cultural issues are very important, but right now you have two crises that are going to crush us. If I can, um, and, and here's what it is. Can I put up that chart? Can Denver put up that chart? I want to make sure that I've got the chart. Um, I'm pretty sure I've got the chart. This chart is, is very illustrious. I'm going to get EJ on here. i got a couple minutes now. Um, and I think I've got my chart. There's my chart. I got it right in front of me. If I can only make it bigger. There we go. Okay, th- this, this shows you they finally got the fiscal year 2023. And I took this from a, a, a Zero Hedge article. I was able to clip it. I want to thank Zero Hedge and also the underlying writer. I put a couple articles up on Getter. And if you're not on Getter, that's another free app. Download it. I'm putting up um, thoughts of wisdom all the time. Will you say that? So if you listen to this show on radio or a podcast and don't get to see the visuals, you know, you go to, uh, you should certainly go and download, um, join the email. You get the newsletters, uh, I think a couple of times a day, but you get all the, all the, all the visuals, all the clips. It'll, it'll make your experience much easier. That's warm.org. Mo and Grace will, will put it up in the chat, but let's push that out. Everybody also go to, go to Getter, totally free. Also where I'm putting up stuff 24-7 with all these blinding insights. You don't want to miss these blinding insights, right? Um, here, and I tell you what, we're going to go to break. I got EJ and Tony. But this is kind of the, the, the play, and I like the way this is laid out. This shows all, all it's cash in, cash out. You basically got $4.4 billion, uh, trillion, $4.4 trillion of cash that came in. And you got about uh, they they calculate six point two trillion that went out. We know that number's higher. They say the deficit then rounds up to about one point seven trillion. That's from last year. One point seven. It's actually two because we showed you how they gun decked it. But even taking these numbers, it shows you the issue before us because it's a one and a half to two trillion dollar structural deficit every year. So in 75 days, am I going to, uh, Speaker Johnson, who we have your back, are you going to, uh, are you going to, uh, are you going to solve this? Give us a plan forward? Well, the posse is going to be here to assist. Assist now. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. 
Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. And they look back in Trump's uh, presidency and said, hey, my wages were higher, inflation was lower, we weren't at wars all over the place, maybe the guy's a jerk, but the war- he's a badass and, and the world fears him. And so he's a if badass? It, all he does is complain about people. A whiny, vengeful, that's that's backward-looking that's billionaire. That's that is just not that's like forward-looking. Right, that's, that's forward-looking. Looking. I want to take on the administrative state that's driven this country into the ground. Right. He's not talking about taking on the administrative state to help people's lives. He's talking about going after the people that were mean to him. He says, oh, I'm going to have the DOJ target Bill Barr because he was mean to me. I'm going to have the DOJ target John Kelly because he turned on me. I'm going to have the DOJ target Jack that's Smith. Not true. Oh, and that's, that's, that's all true. he talks that's about. He doesn't talk about helping that's people. That's not true. That's not true. But here's my question. You have a MAGA lawyer who likes to come on your podcast, Mike Davis. Here's what he suggested were the top priorities for Trump's attorney general. One, fire the deep state executive branch. Two, indict the whole Biden family. Three, deport 10 million people, kids in cages. That will be glorious. Four, detain people at Gitmo. Five, pardon every January 6th defendant. What do you think about that five-step plan? I think plan? it's fantastic. We All five? It. All five. We're going to start the largest deportation program in history. All 10 million must, must leave. Wow. Part of an exchange with longtime Trump advisor Steve Bannon from the final episode of The Circus. We talked about this earlier. It used to be sort of a bob and weave where Donald Trump would say something extreme and then back off and go, oh, no, no, I don't mean that. I don't mean that at all. Now they're all just coming straight. It used to be Bannon would say something crazy and Trump and his people would right. say, no, nah, that's not the case. No, they're aligned now. I, you know, Bannon said four years, uh, seven years ago, I'm a Leninist. I want to tear down the state. Well, Trump's with him now. Trump is a Leninist. Trump wants to tear down the state. They say they want to arrest the entire uh, Biden family. They want to uh, arrest people, even his former lawyers that that turned on him. Uh, I mean, this is just full on fascism and they're proud of it. Uh, that's what's remarkable, Joe. Molly and I were just talking about it. There's no secret to the secret plan. Believe them when they tell you what they're going to do. I mean, Bannon went on to say that this movement's moving on beyond Trump. The Trump, in, their, in his view, is a moderate. So, uh, you know, they're talking about the greatest deportation in history. Uh, it's pretty chilling. And as you said, uh, the remarkable thing about it is that they're not hiding the ball on this. So everybody should know, team democracy, it's time to suit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 Willie, it is again. Yes. They're, they're they're admitting the quiet part out loud, and now Trump's even got to where he's he's lifting he's lifting words and phrases from Hitler's speeches. Yeah, the vermin term. Remember, he said, "I am your retribution to his supporters," and now not just not saying that in some vague way, Molly, but. Now, specific plans from people who presumably would be close advisors in in the administration about how they would go out carrying out that retribution. I mean, you just heard Steve Bannon take it for what it's worth. He's a podcaster who's probably going to jail soon. (laughs) Don't don't negative on podcasters. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, (laughs) obviously, though, influential in the MAGA movement. um, The fact that he's just saying out loud, yeah, we should just pardon all the people who attacked the Capitol, the people who beat up cops on January 6th. Let's pardon. Trump has said that, too, by the way. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. 
interesting. Republicans and Trumpists have these ideas. They are not popular with the general electorate, right? They're not. We see this again and again. We saw this in the 2023 off year. You see, you see, you see, you see the bid and the ask here. You see the Mike Johnson crater. Oh, we're going to get him next time. And you see what's coming together with President Trump and his campaign that's uh, leading. We're also, I got this Nikki Haley thing. I think it's up on Getter. I want to pull that. I want to play that later. Um, about Nikki, neocon, neoliberal Nikki. Nikki, 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 Nikki. Selling you out again in some, like, uh, in a little uh, gathering. Looks like New Hampshire, Iowa, one of these places where the people all come into the diner and you have a chat. Selling you out. There's, there are two crises. There's obviously a geopolitical national security crisis. This um, beginning of the kinetic part of the Third World War. And obviously a guy who's on the CCP payroll is out there today as a supplicant. This is Joe Biden. Unbelievable that he unbelievable that we have not put the documents forward on the family and them in a systematic way. Not not going on Hannity and throwing out some document in Comer. Is Comer a, a a host on the on the Murdoch News Network, or is he supposed to be head of oversight? I think he's done a terrible job. Let me be blunt. We're in November. We're 10 months into it. This thing should have been laid out and should have been going out in April and May. You should have hired more staff in Jordan. The results are Biden's out there today. There, there should be no universe in which Joe Biden could get into a room with Xi. Given the evidence against him of selling us out to the CCP, it's, it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. And in the CCP and the criminal element in Beijing are laughing at you. Now, President Trump and the team at Project 2025 and CR and people are working. There's massive working groups. And two things they're doing is we got, um, you know, um, the Heritage guys on here and CRA on here about the balanced budget, whether it's in 10 years or five years. I think I can balance this thing in, in less than five years, but that starts with massive cuts day one. That's on the budget side. And let's make sure we push out that, that chart. I'll get back to it in a second. Then on the invasion of the southern border, of course, you're going to have to have mass deportation. You have to seal the border as a predicate, and then you've got to do mass deportations or the whole thing's – you don't have a country. You don't have your sovereignty. And you see right there the response, and you see Johnson and Schumer saying right now, well, we don't love this, but we're going to push it. And he, Keem Jeffries, and they're laughing at you. They're laughing at Johnson. We didn't take a hard stand. In a crisis, every second counts. Every minute counts. It's urgent. Is this urgent or is it not urgent? If it's not urgent, then let's go in for Thanksgiving. If it's not urgent, let's go in for Christmas. If it's not urgent, let's just, let's just play by this. We have a calendar. <clears throat> we don't want the congressman who took six weeks off in August and half of September. We don't want him to miss Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Who'd want to do that? Who want to break up a family holiday? We're going to talk about this on, on Thanksgiving when, when President uh, Lincoln in 1864 put out the proclamation that started the first kind of formal recognition of, of they were in a crisis. The crisis is called the Civil War. And they still had not come. It was only in the, around that time did it actually become evident from Atlanta, the fall of Atlanta, Mobile, Farragut and Mobile Bay. And some other actions that this thing would actually Sheridan, General Sheridan in the in the in God's country, Shenandoah Valley, burned it to the ground. 
just like Sherman burned to the ground 60 miles from, from Atlanta to the sea, down to Savannah. But that was a crisis at that Thanksgiving. And I don't remember them saying, hey, what we're going to do is everybody's going to go home for Thanksgiving. He said, no, it's a, it's a crisis or it's not a crisis. The crisis here is, every, is evolving every bit as deep as the Civil War. Understand that. That 1.6 trillion gun deck, really two, but let's play with their number. 1.6 trillion is going to be again. As soon as they finish this, which I did last night on the show, it'll be six months. They'll be six months into the fiscal year. They have to start again on another 1.6 and then another 1.6 to two and another 1.6 to two. They actually be higher. If you look at that chart, the interest number is $680 billion. Hey, guess what? We already know it's over a trillion. E.J. Antoni's going to be on here in a second. He told you that five, four months ago because of the refinancing of we have to refinance one third of the thirty three, thirty four trillion. We're in it now. This is a crisis. And if these sad sacks up here can't deal with it, then get rid of them and get some people up here. It can. If they're not prepared to do it and you got guys today, you know, show me they're all they're, they're fighting. They're over there exercising and doing kung fu and everything like that. I don't want to see your kung fu. I don't want to see your mixed martial arts. I want to see some moral courage. You got physical courage. I got that. That's important. Check that box. I want to see some moral courage in standing up for this nation and standing up for her sovereignty and standing up for her citizens. And Mike Johnson, and I, I don't mean to get on you, but we're going to get on you because you're on the clock, brother. Christian biblical viewpoint or not, you're on the clock. You told us yesterday, and you're running up on Fox all the time, you're spending way too much time on Murdoch News. Murdoch News does not run the deal. You should understand that your predecessor was on Murdoch News all the time, and you saw what happened to him, and now he's so viciously insane. He's trying to throw punches, and he's walking around. He's stirring the pot. He's got 17 men. He's going to come after all these guys in the district. This nest of vipers up here that we have allowed... We have allowed, we have allowed, all of us, collective guilt here, we have allowed this republic to, the government of this republic to turn into what it is. Embrace that. We had plenty of Republican presidents in here. We had the two Bushes, right? Only Trump, only Trump is the only one stood in the breach. Why do you think they, why do you think they gave him in court to take all his money and wanted to bankrupt him? Why do you think... All the rhinos are supporting and laughing and pushing the 700 years in prison. And why do you think they're just hoping, they're just praying for one conviction? They just need one conviction because neocon Nikki will be right there with all the donors loving up on her, all the corporatists running. She's got momentum. She's got momentum. She's got momentum. Can you imagine her in charge of things? When she talks about geopolitics, it's like a ninth grade social room home study teacher. That's the level of sophistication. Wants to be, she wants to be fighting for freedom and democracy all over the globe. Hey, Neocon Nick, uh, check the chart right here. Tell me how you're going to deal with that in the, in the invasion of the southern border. The most of the Third World War, the kinetic part, the worst is in the, the southern border. And if you think uh, you've seen some protests uh, at Columbus Circle uh, and they're taking down the monuments and they're putting, you know, Palestinian flags on it and uh, Sharia supremacists, symbology everywhere wait folks wait till you got to come to the hard decision that hey maybe they have to go home maybe the eight million have to leave maybe they're here illegally with this with this gun decked asylum we got to do that you think that's gonna be pleasant 
You looking at the folks who are going to have the stones to stare that one down and do it? That's the current state of the American Republic. Of course, they're all going home for Thanksgiving. God bless them. Make sure if they're in the district, you give them the old what for. What they need to hear is from the righteous indignation of the electorate. This is what a representative democracy is about. Short commercial break. Back in the warm in just a second. Question, who protects the troops who protect us? Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home, that legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged. And it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners. And that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now, Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So Speaker Johnson said that um, he's per- this perfectly positions us, perfectly positions us for major conservative victories to come. Well, brother, we got your right flank, and I think your right flank's going a little ahead of the line here, which has happened a couple of three times in military uh, engagements throughout history. But the right flank, we're rolling. And we demand change. You, unfortunately, have come in and, you know, being a humble man, being a modest man. The meek may inherit the earth, but they ain't going to make an impact in this nest of vipers up here. It's just not going to happen. So we got to set the meek. You can keep the humble and uh, you're a good man and you're trained, but you got to come in guns blazing on this. You got to go a little, I need a little, uh, you know, don't take this wrong way. I need a little uh, pagan warrior, right? Like when we're up there converting uh, all those guys in the, in the German woods, in the deep forest and up in Norway and through all the Vikings. When, 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 when those monks converted the Vikings to Christianity, I need, I need you to be Viking. Give me a little Viking before the convert. Because you have to go savage. You have to. You got to come in here and say, hey, here's what's going to happen. Here's the budget. We're, we're going to take a stand on this thing. We're going to have massive cuts. And we can show you where some of the cuts are. Look at some of those numbers. Right? It's not, and leave Social Security and Medicare out of it for right now. We, don't, we, we got plenty. You got plenty of big cuts in Medicaid. And you almost, got a, you almost got a trillion dollars now in welfare. What they call income security. That, that block right there. 
We can get back to Trump's, but we can get back to the four trillion. Was the government big enough under Trump? I think our spending was four point two trillion, which I thought I wasn't crazy about it. But hey, plenty big. Was was in twenty nineteen when we had that golden, we had that Christmas where you know no inflation, <laughs> um, uh, uh, you know everything under control, wages up for blue collar people, wages up for non-college graduate. Was that 2019 that worked for you? Well, look at the government. We, we're $2 trillion in spending less. Can't we do that? Yes, we can do that if you have the stone. So give me, go barbarian. Give me some savage. I need you to be savage. I need you to be, uh, I need you to be a Germanic tribe pre-St. Bonaventure, whoever converted them, okay? After the convert, it's fine, but I need you to be savage. The meek, uh, you know, may inherit the earth according to the Sermon on the Mount or in Luke, the Sermon on the Plain. But we're not looking for the earth. We're looking for this capital and this nest of vipers. Remember Christ himself, did, what did he do in the temple? Lost his temper, didn't he? He went there. I need you like that. I need you like Jesus in the temple. I need you get the bull whip and let's roll, dude. That's what you need. So read Apocalypse and then go back and read those those verses and man up. That's where this the morning drum will play again. We have to we have to have our noses rubbed into the morning drum. They're mocking you and they're laughing at you and hey, and the way this thing rolls, they deserve it. They're mocking you and laughing at you and us. Don't get we're not we're we're a big part of this. They're mocking at us and we deserve it. We deserve all of it. Because you're not going to save this republic. You're not going to get conservative victories unless you're prepared to throw down and not back off. E.J. and Tony, your assessment, sir. Steve, I, th- I think it's absolutely appalling what, what Republicans have done. I'm not just Republicans, but conservatives more broadly, since we know a lot of those Republicans aren't even conservative. But they have once again capitulated to their liberal rivals and kicked the can down the road. I mean, what is going to be different in a couple of months here? Do you honestly believe that the liberals in the House and and that the bulk of the Senate are somehow going to miraculously change their mind between now and then, that they will somehow have a change of heart on their ridiculous spending habits? Absolutely not. I fail to see what this has bought us. Okay, and here's the thing. The Financial Times of London, no MAGA paper, Look at the headline. Only 14% of Americans believe Biden has made them better off financially. This is directly, until you understand that this is directly linked to federal spending, the deficits and the inflation and higher interest rates driven thereof, you don't understand it. The American people will have your back on this if you have the common decency to go explain it to them. And so I want to see Lawler. I'm waiting for Molinari and Lawler and the entire New Year crowd and all the rest of the moderates. Don Bacon. I'm waiting for Don Bacon, General Don Bacon. That's a beauty. I'm waiting for that guy out in Omaha to give the presentation of how we're going to do this because they got to bring their constituents along. They got to bring. I think this poll, the Financial Times of London, and I think a couple, three people in the New York City area read that. I think it's telling us they're already there. You just have to have the stones that have some leadership. What you are is a bunch of gutless cowards, and you just want to go along. And it's easy in this town to do that. You're burying people under 40. You're burying the working class. 
you're burying 86% of the Americans that say that, hey, this sucks. You're burying them, but it's easy to do. You can go along and CNN will say you're great and MSNBC will say you're great. New York Times, Wall Street Journal said lots of wisdom and discernment. EJ, how bad is this going to get? You've been one of the guys sitting there, and you're the first guy to say, hey, Steve, it was $2 trillion. But just on the interest expense, if you look at that chart, the number there for interest is $688 billion. Ladies and gentlemen, as Bloomberg confirms, the EJ Antony Stephen K. Bannon number is over a trillion in this year. Over a trillion dollars in interest in this year, and that's only going to – and EJ says, hey, baby, I think I'm at $1.2 trillion right now. EJ, how bad is this going to get? Steve, quite bad. And by the way, that $600 billion uh, interest expense number that you see in the chart, if you look closely, that's net interest, which basically means they take the actual amount of interest they spend on the debt, and then they start subtracting out a bunch of different categories to get the number down. So the net interest number always understates how much we're actually spending on the debt. So last year, it was over $800 billion. Right now, it is an annualized $1 trillion. And as you already said, it's going higher, and it's going higher very quickly. It is already so bad, Steve, that it takes 40% of all Uh, personal income taxes just to pay the interest on the debt. That's not paying the debt down. That's simply making the interest payments. This is insane, and it is getting much worse very quickly. (laughs) This is, okay, if you look at that chart, and somehow, Grace and I need to get that chart in everybody's hands. And if you listen on radio, you got to go to our website, or you got to get the email. You need to do this. If you go to the chart, I think the per- I'm doing this from memory now because I'm not looking. I think the personal income tax is two point. This is all proceeds, cash in, cash out, and this is a simple way, like in investment banking. I tell you, you know, EBITDA. Everybody's giving you, I got this, I got this. I go, hey, let's talk about Mr. Cash. Let's go to the balance sheet, Mr. Cash in the starting period, and Mr. Cash in the ending, uh, because EBITDA is an opinion, cash is a fact, uh, and that's what you need here is facts. But if you look at all receipts from personal taxes, I think it's two point two point one or two point two trillion. What EJ is saying is just the interest expense, just the interest expense in this year is going to be is take forty percent of that is going to pay the interest. The interest will be a trillion dollars. It, it just it, 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 embrace that for a second, and this is not going to get better. This is my point. This is every twelve months you have to make a stand, and let's make it now. You have to make a stand, and let's make it now. You have to do it. The, 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 the inextricably linked part of that also is the invasion of the southern border. The Republicans just put out a study two days ago that said that the cost of feeding, housing, educating, and health care for the invaders is $451 billion, not incorporated in those numbers. That's in addition to, that's an add-on because we got so much, you know, we got so much room to, to do things here. EJ, what, what, is your, what is your recommendation here of how we get serious? Because right now, Johnson, it's not serious. It's once again, kick the can down the road. In 75 days, I'm going to solve it. Well, brother, we're going to hold you to that. And if you can't solve it or you don't show the fight to solve it, hey, guess what? Maybe it's time to revisit this. I'm, I'm, I'm all for I'm not sold on any one person. I'm sold on somebody who comes into the billet and wants to fight and wants to stand up here. And if it's a God-fearing man, 
like uh, like Johnson, God bless. I'm all in for that a thousand percent. But if it's not, hey, let's move on to the next one. One hundred percent. War room is there. Just say, hey, we're in a crisis. We have to deal like this in a in a crisis mode. Next man up, right? You like on the bridge of a ship, things get shot up. Guy's not performing. Get rid of him. Let's let's bring up the next guy. Give give a field promotion to a some ensign. Anybody's got the stones. EJ, what's your what's your what's your if your focus? On the next 75 days, what is your recommendation people should focus on in the action that you think we ought to do? Well, in terms of our legislature, what, what the action that they need to take is to find anywhere and everywhere they possibly can to cut this budget. And I don't mean give it a haircut. I mean massive cuts. Balancing the budget in 10 years is not good enough. We may not have that much time left. I mean, yes. Steve, my goodness, yes. just the other day, the, the Treasury almost failed uh, uh, to, to auction off 30-year bonds because there just wasn't enough appetite in the market due to just the sheer volume <laughs> of money that they're trying hang to on, raise. Hang on, hang on. You, you, you got to go back to this. I have not had time to cover this. Last Thursday was the biggest debacle in a government auction of bonds I think in history, give me give me a minute on that because people have to know this. You can't sell it anymore. It's not financeable. Walk through what happened last Thursday on the government bond auction. Well, Steve, essentially, when when the government is trying to sell these bonds, they do what's called a, a Dutch auction, where someone will will bid and will say, "Okay, I'll buy those bonds." Let's say for for four uh, percent, and except that they don't actually buy all of the bonds; they can only afford a, a small portion of them. The next bidder will say, "Okay, I will buy you know another portion of the bonds," and and maybe they want four and a half percent, and this continues on and on until uh, there are sufficient buyers to buy all of the bonds. And whatever the last interest rate that was offered was, which is, of course, the highest one, that is the interest rate that then everyone else who has already bid will receive. Well, what happened was the the tail, in other words, it's essentially the difference between the, the last interest rate and the first interest rate that were bid. Uh, that was the largest that I can that I can ever remember, at least the largest in my lifetime, if not ever. Because yeah. what's happening is the Treasury is initially offering a very large volume of bonds at interest rates that are just too low, and simply no one wants them. We don't have enough people willing to take the risk on U.S. Treasuries. Yes, I said risk because Treasuries are no longer a safe asset. If you bought Treasuries uh, just in 2020, for example, if you bought a long-term Treasury bond, it has lost half of its value. Explain to me how that is a safe asset. And even the bonds that are going to be repaid, they're being repaid with dollars that have lost 17% of their value. In other words, you are getting 83 cents on the dollar. It's as if the Treasury decided to selectively default on 17% of their bonds. These are not safe assets. The the downgrade to the outlook on U.S. debt that Moody's announced last week, that was well-deserved. And in fact, it is long past time that they made such a move. They should not have just downgraded the outlook on the debt, but the debt itself. EJ, what uh, what's your social media, particularly your Twitter, brother? Best place to find me is going to be on Twitter. The handle is at real EJ and Tony. EJ, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Steve. Make sure you go over to uh, birchgold.com. Get the... Uh, Slash Bannon, you need the end of the dollar empire because you're seeing it right now, and we're part of it. You got to understand it, particularly the debt trap, the third installment, fourth installments out, fifth installment coming, all free. 
Also ask, like she's coming today, the CCP's buying more gold than ever in history. Short break. Back in a moment. There's a lot to be nervous about out there. Open social media or turn on the news and all you see is crime and societal decay. A lot of people just run out and buy a gun and then it sits in a safe. If there's ever an emergency, they're not going to be prepared and run the risk of hurting themselves or others. There's no way around it. You need to train and you need to train often. Unfortunately, it's time consuming to go to the range, assuming there's even one nearby and ammo prices are through the roof. iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home. Simply download the iTarget Pro app, load your caliber-specific laser bullet into your firearm, and start training. Practice alone, compete with friends, or use it to safely train friends and family who are new to firearms. Go to iTargetPro.com and get 10% off at checkout when you use offer code Bannon. This is the smartest, safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust Dry fire training as part of their regimen. Get yours today. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon. itargetpro.com. Action, action, action. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, so there you have it. The bid and the asked. You've got it. You've got, uh, you know, Trump and what Project 2025 is putting together. I got my 2025 book. Maybe I'll pick it up. It weighs like 30 pounds. Um, everybody's working on what President Trump's laying out. But this republic's in, in the balance. Can it go on? Yes, this this can definitely go on. You continue to print fiat money. You continue to have the Fed do this. You can go on and you'll have a eventually a catastrophe in a couple of years, like the Weimar Republic, that's coming. It's not hard to extrapolate out to run the perturbations, you know, on financial models to see this. You can see it. But all the warning signs are there. The Because we are defaulting. Remember that. And the people that get that is all the folks in these BRIC nations. Because remember, they all, the guys around, they all went to Sloan. They all went to Chicago. They all went to Harvard. They went to Stanford. They have an HP12C. They can all run net present value. Can they all do the cash? They see what's going on. This is a, this is a rolling default. And they think, hey, MAGA may have to take this because they're American citizens and they're kind of stuck. So they can, they're going to continue to underwrite this, their own demise. They talk about anger. People all the time, Steve, why are these people so angry? Why are they so angry? Well, here's why they're so angry. Because you're using their efforts, their their tax dollars and their pension retirement through private equity and, and venture capital. You're using their resources that they have given to people as fiduciaries. Tax is gone and be as fiduciaries, your pension to go as fiduciaries to destroy them, their children and their grandchildren. And oh, by the way, as a bonus, then to send their sons and daughters into foreign battlefields to die supporting this uh, post-war international rules-based order that has only made money for the elites and allowed the Chinese Communist Party to rise to actually challenge us as a hegemon. Completely. So 
would you be angry if that if all of a sudden that was revealed to you and you started to understand it? Would you be angry? The reason they're angry, they've just seen what eight trillion dollars or ten trillion dollars by Mitt Romney and all these serious people going along with Biden. Only fourteen percent. This is not me. This is the Financial Times of London. This ain't MAGA. Only 14% of Americans believe Biden has made them better off financially. Hey, guess what? The 86, the other 86% think, think they haven't. American people got some just basic good old common sense on this. It's called the lived experience. You know, Hallman on that show the other day was sitting there. No, no, no. You hear this all the time. It makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Elections are about the future. Elections are about the future. You ever hear these the guys come on with the big knitted brown fox? The elections are about the future. No, dude, it's like um, it's like doing cash flows. Yes, you're looking out to the future, but you bring it back to period zero. That would be this moment. Elections are about the lived experience of the electorate and where they think the country's going and where you're telling them they're going to go. And this is why Mike Johnson. And round one, and I don't want to hear. Oh, he's and please, you know, and particularly people that I'm close to, don't don't sell me on the. Oh, he's only been here two weeks, or it's the fourth quarter. We're down thirty-five to nothing. The quarterback came off the bench. Mike Johnson's been part of this with all of us from the beginning. He knows all this. You've got to be the quarterback's got to be able to step in and move the chains, or he gets the hook. That's what you do as an understudy. He was part of leadership. He knows every element of this thing. Yes, they got a few more secu- high-level security briefings to scare him. But even there, he 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 pulled the supplement. He pu- pulled the supplemental on Ukraine and Israel. This was being weighed and measured and found wanting. We deserve this show. Me personally, this audience, the War Room Posse. We have to embrace what Morning Joe said today. We have to embrace it. That mocking and rubbing your nose in it is well-deserved, is well-deserved. This was not good enough. And what particularly makes it not good enough, when they couldn't get the rule passed, they knew right then that not simply MAGA, but others had a huge problem with this, and it was a flashing red light, flashing sign to say, you need to take another course. He had all the warning. And what did he do? He went hard in for the Uniparty, for the worst elements, the Hakeem Jeffries, Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, who think he's a total tool right now. So we have to help Brother Johnson. We have to help him. We have to assist him. And we have to make sure that he delivers on the 75 days where it's all going to be different and on, on the 17th of January, that it's like a big reveal. They're, they're going to, we're going to have some conservative wins here. And we're, we're to have that win. We're going to have to have the same sort of brinkmanship we should have had right now. Nothing's going to change. The math is only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. The invasion's only going to get worse because you didn't seal the border. You haven't made any move to seal the border. The invasion's going to get worse. The cost of the invasion's going to get worse. The crime's going to get worse. The disruption's going to get worse. The math is going to get worse. The tax revenue's going to come down. The costs are going to go up. 
The interest expenses are going to go up. Please, anybody in this country that can come on and debate that with facts, I'm prepared to – I'm a – I can be a reasonable man in this and, and listen. But it's not – there's nobody's got those facts. Those, thems are the facts, and they're immutable right now. That's the crisis. It must be faced immediately. This doesn't even take into account the geopolitical crisis or the kowtowing to our greatest enemy today in the Bay Area. When someone who's on the payroll of the Chinese Communist Party actually goes as a supplicant to agree to sell out the people in Taiwan and said, yeah, it's one China, not a problem, one China. And let's couple. Let's get Elon Musk those guys. We got the decoupling we've done so far, and they're, they're, that's why they're collapsing. And that's why they know their Ponzi schemes come to an end. We must, we must recouple because we need access to the pension funds of the deplorables. That's America on the 15th of November in the year of our Lord, 2023. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. And up here right now, Speaker Johnson, as good a man as he is, is a blind man. Short break, back in a moment. Debt. You go to bed thinking about it, you wake up thinking about it. Now here's the truth. The system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. And insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. Done with debt is your lifeline. Done with debt has an ingenious new strategy to help erase your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Done with debt analyzes all the debt options you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills. They know how to cut interest rates. Their skilled staff of negotiators know how to get debt out of your life permanently without bankruptcy and without additional loans. Done with debt are the experts in brilliant strategies for eliminating debt, but you need to hurry because some debt solutions are time sensitive. Now, here's how easy they make it. Go to donewithdebt.com. That's done to debt dot com done with debt.com go there today action 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 stop the worrying take action for war room veterans you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with china in medications and the uh active pharmaceutical ingredients china has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that jace medical i got an emergency medication kit from them The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, 
medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 